The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd. Joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Mr. Jason Kupsik. What's cracking, Playboy? I found a guy with a longer neck than the other guy. <laughs> that really or caught me. No, hand. that really caught me off guard there. When you switched from video to I, I waited the picture until of this. you got got started god damn that was great <laughs> that's great <laughs> so what's new man oh i'm ready to just do the events yeah i'm ready i am ready 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 just been a handful of handfuls today or this yeah, week no shit dude no shit so we really don't have like a necessary rhyme or reason for this show, other than it's Friday, the end of the week. And we were gonna do vampires, but we, were. we decided. Well, I didn't do any research for it before yeah. I w- I talked to you today. We didn't really have time to do research. Yeah, there's just not enough hours in the day anymore. Um, yeah, I'm still not packed. I leave tomorrow. I'm still not packed. I have clothes packed. However, that's like the least of my worries. So, yeah. I got a lot of shit to to put together over here. <laughs> yeah, especially since we have um, somebody potentially won't get into details that is going to see your film because you show it right after he speaks. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. No pressure. No (laughs) pressure. That's okay. Hot damn it. He's going to do two hours now, Mr. Larry Flaxman. That's hot. Yeah. Two hours. A few last minute cancellations. So. Yeah, that's good, though. Stephen Lachance was still sick. Sick. Yeah, I guess he. He says he has. He's had pink eye the last month and a half. You get and that. the allergies are keeping him from coming. Damn. Uh, he was waiting until closer to tell me whether or not. But I, on Tuesday, you know, I wanted to. Or Monday, I was like, I need to know soon. So I told him I yeah. need to know by tomorrow. And he said, he's still sick. He's not going to be able to make it. Just count me out, huh? Yeah. I'll be damned. Antonio Paris canceled this morning. <laughs> it's Thursday right now. It's yeah, it's day, two days away, a day and a half away, really. Not even now. It's just like thirty six, less than thirty six hours away. Fuck to the yeah, it is. I cannot He's, wait. He said he had a contractual issue with BBC, and he needed to go do that with huh. the BBC instead of coming to Kansas City. Shit. Damn the BBC. <laughs> yeah, so I shuffled everything around and we're still full, like, you know. Yeah, like, we're fine. We moved people 
some of the people are talking both days now, and nice. you know, Larry took an extra hour, and so everything's working out. Dude, that's going to be cool, though. That's going to be cool. I'm very excited. I'm very excited to uh, get down there tomorrow. We find, like, I hadn't talked about it on the show. I talked about it with you a little bit. This is the first event that the city of Sugar Creek has ever had where they're selling alcohol like this. The first event in the history of ever. That they can remember. So they didn't know the process of getting everything ready for them to sell. Like we were going back and forth day after day after day trying to figure out how to get Big Rip in there. Here's an idea. Just let him show up. We got to figure it out. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Because damn. I'm I'm pretty stoked about that. Big Rip right now. Yeah, you're lucky bastard. You need to bring your bottles down to fill them up. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Are you kidding me? Come on. Of course. And the party is there tomorrow night. Now, I say that you can people can show up if they want to, but they can't come into the party room. Well, that sucks. Why don't we just... I tell you what. If they show up, we ha- though, we'll come to them. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah. we could definitely mingle throughout yes. the building. Um, it's just I have a limited number of people I can have in there. Sure. And um, so they're I tell letting you us re- use the room for free, so I'm not going to complain. So as you guys listen to that, this is tonight, okay? If you guys come to yeah. Big Rip tonight, I don't know. How, how do they get a hold of us to let us know that they're outside? Well, we have to go up to the bar to get our beers. So well, we that's have perfect. to go out in the main room anyways. So we'll go get our beers. I'm going to be outside back and forth anyway because I'm, I'm going to smoke my ass off. I mean, yeah, it'll be fine. So just grab us and be like, yo, what the F? It'll just turn out. into one big party and exactly. the whole place will just take over the entire building. And that's they exactly have, what I want. They have foosball. They have the beanbag toss game with the board in the hole and I don't know what it's called. Cornhole. Okay. I they think that. that I actually think that's what it's they called. They also have giant Jenga. F yes. And they show horror movies and sports games throughout the day. Which is awesome. They always have at least one TV set on Netflix scanning through just or just playing random horror, horror. movies. Nice. That'll be fun. So I tell you what, you guys are in the area. Stop by Big Rip tomorrow night and uh, come say hey. Have a brewski with us. And then uh, cruise out to the conference the next day and the day after that. And yeah, we're going to have a blast. We're going to have a blast. I'm excited. I just, I think I just want to be there right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's to that point. No more of this packing up, all this stupid shit. I just want to be there. <laughs> so when you told me this morning that you wanted to just talk about crazy shit yeah. pretty much, like, I thought you meant we're going to pull a bunch of crazy stories no. about paranormal things, but apparently you just want to rant. I just want to sit here and bitch. Okay. That's what I want to do. All right. Let's Did you no? But you put no. I'm just joking. I got nothing to bitch about. <laughs> like, do you? Have, did you bring it or pull a story though? I I, I did. I did pull some stories. But what if I hadn't? <laughs> what would we be doing right now? We'd be talking to one another, having a fucking fantastic conversation. That's what we'd be doing. Okay. I I felt like I had to talk you off the ledge today a little bit. No, I wasn't that bad. It was just like. You were in the street, though. You I'm were just lying tired in of the dealing with. Uh, it's not that. It's just. <laughs> it was shit, man. There's a lot that goes into this oh, event, yeah. and I'm not the only one running it, but I do have to deal with most of it. So, yes. I mean, I, I, whether I'm the directly involved with dealing with it or not, I hear about it. Yeah. So, and the speakers are my responsibility. And Antonio Paris was a big hit today. Well, yeah, absolutely. But I guess you roll with the punches. You know what I mean? It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'm just super stoked that I get to show my movie. I'm very excited about that. Showing it both nights. Yeah. 
people don't even know yet. They don't even have a clue yet. But that's okay. Now, I've seen the the Facebook sponsors ad that say that a psychologist said, uh, I'm paraphrasing, that it'll fuck you up. What's that? I I saw this uh, the Facebook ads for it. <laughs> where it basically says a psychologist said this movie will, will fuck, fuck you, you up. fuck you up. Yeah, that's actually psychologist uh that's their own terminology. That's I don't know if you know that, but that's like <laughs> medical terminology right there. This will fuck no, I, you I'm up. I'm curious. I'm curious. It's a head fuck, dude. The whole Not, thing is I a head fuck. Psychic, I meant psychologist. No, I know. Um, no, you, that's what you. No, you said that. Did said, a psychologist actually say that? Yeah. They said this will fuck you up. No, they didn't say that. Are you kidding me? I don't know any of those people. You don't know any of those psychology people? No, I'm afraid of them. <laughs> Like, don't fucking psychoanalyze me. I don't want to even talk to you right now because I think that you're, like, all up in my business, all up in my chili. Hang on, I'm taking a drink. <laughs> <laughs> you're drinking tea. I am drinking tea. It might look like whiskey. No, nah, it's, it's not, not whiskey. I'm a hard ass. Um, But, no, I think that's one thing that people don't quite grasp yet. Even watching the movie, it's one of those films that you're going to, like, have to watch two times, three times, or whatever, and be like, oh, shit. Like, oh, there's like this big aha type of moment um, in the movie. And it all leads back to even the beginning of the fucking film. And you're like, oh, now I get it. So it's a lot of fun. It was fun to put together. Uh, It was fun to film. Yeah. I'm just very excited for people to see this. So, also, on a side note, I was just, I was trying to find that ad on Facebook, but there's a tornado in Omaha like three hours ago. Dude, I tell you what, man, the sky. Coming down towards your area. Yeah, it's coming this way. The sky over here right now looks fucking mean. It is crazy. So, if this, like, if the show just blinks out or whatever, that's what happens. Maria, that's Shane's wife that lives up in Council Bluffs. Yeah. She took a picture off of her porch yeah. of it across the hill. Yeah, dude, it's weird, or man. one of them. My buddy, uh, my buddy Mike, we've had Mike on the show a couple times. Uh, he was driving home from work, and he was like, why is everybody pulled over on the side of the road? <laughs> so he just kept driving for a bit, and then he looked <laughs> in his rearview mirror, and he goes, oh, like, shit. Yeah. But he looks at his rear view and he goes, oh, shit. And he stops, but then he just starts taking pictures. And then he just continues on. He's like, fuck it, I can beat it. You know? (laughs) He made it home. But, yeah. Good stuff. Good old buddy Mike. (laughs) Sorry. I'm just randomly commenting on things on Facebook now. What are you commenting on? No, I mean... I'm just scrolling through it. Gina from Three Girls posted a picture. She's wearing a shirt that says, Satan is my spirit animal. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Oh, they're seeing Slipknot tonight. I'm kind of jealous about that. I've seen Slipknot, uh, fuck, like three times now. Yeah? Oh, yeah. F to the yeah. That's good shit. That is good shit. There was something else. Oh, I saw that the Malvern Halloween thing sold the fuck sold out, out man. Quickly. Like three days, sold out in like three days. So we posted this thing, and all it is, uh, all it is, is like uh, we're gonna feed you dinner, and then you get this really cool lecture and evidence review from Apex Paranormal, our good buddies at Apex. Um, and then the investigation. There's an investigation of Malvern Manor to follow that. Um, but yeah, we posted those tickets and they were gonzo. Um, this is like two, three days before Halloween. And yeah, they're fucking gone, man. It was nuts. I did not expect them to go that fast. In fact, I made a bet with Elijah from Apex. I was like, yeah, they'll probably sell out by September, most likely. The way they were going, I'm like, yeah, um, it'll probably be September, but they'll sell out for sure. And he goes, no, man, I bet they're sold out by the end of the week. And he's like, I bet you a beer. So I owe Elijah a beer. 
Well, you can you can get it for him this weekend. He's exactly. going to be at the event. So. Yeah, exactly. So he can't come tomorrow night because it's his wife. You know, his and his wife's anniversary. Oh, cool, man. He couldn't convince her to come to Big Rip. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. But that's awesome, though. That is good. Did you see my post? Um, maybe. When did you post it? Uh, about an hour ago. Yeah. No, I didn't see that one. So it's my kid sitting in my suitcase. Oh, she wants to come? Yeah. Yeah. So, kind of jacked up shit. I finally got my suitcase back, though. But, yeah. It was cute. Should have just zipped her up inside of it and left her in there for like 20 minutes. She wouldn't fit in that one. I got a really, really big suitcase that she would totally fit in. But, yeah, we didn't go there. I didn't want to be like father of the year. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) God. So, you remember? No. It wasn't. Probably not. You will remember. (laughs) You will remember. Okay. Because it wasn't that long ago. It was less than a month ago. I think it was only three weeks ago. That I had the story of the dragon over New Jersey. Yeah, the fire-breathing fucking dragon. Well, I got that story from a website called phantomandmonsters.com, I believe it is. Okay. Anyways, they take in reports of all kinds of stuff. And somebody that had been reading that sent in their own dragon story in New Jersey. Did they now? So it's a follow-up, but it actually happened before the timeline, but... um, yeah, I guess there's dragons in New Jersey, man. We need to go to Jersey. So here, I'll read the post real quick. It says, I just read your post about the dragon sighted over southern New Jersey. It took me by surprise because I had a similar experience in the mid-80s when I was still a kid. It was before noon in the springtime, and I was biking around a local ballpark by my house there were no games scheduled that day so I was alone as far as I could tell. There was a play area and a pond by the woods that I would frequent when I was bored in the hopes of finding other kids to play with. About halfway there while looking up at the clouds and sky, I saw what I thought was a plane coming from the south. There was a small airstrip by us and there were some very cool biplanes that would fly by from time to time. My favorite was a Red Baron style one and thought that was it because of the color. I stopped and turned to watch and wave as kids do. Yeah. When the plane gave its wings a single long flap, that's when I realized it wasn't a plane. (laughs) It was a dragon. There is no doubt in my mind it was a dark red and I could see the sun shimmering off its scales as it got closer. Needless to to say, I didn't wave. I felt frozen to the spot, dumbstruck, a little scared and very, very excited. (laughs) It was huge, flying at about the same height as the biplanes do. And it didn't make any sound as it went overhead. Just glided. It was like a classic European dragon, but the proportions were a little different. When it was right overhead, I felt a blast of heat. I assumed it was its fiery breath at the time. I was absolutely vibrating with excitement and looking around frantically for anyone else that might be around. The ball fields were empty. No one was outside in the nearby houses. It kept going at a steady clip, and right before it disappeared over the tree line to the north, it gave another slow flap of its massive wings. I I don't even know what to do, what to say. I think it's bullshit. I said it. <laughs> you think it's bullshit? I guess I think it's bullshit. Come on. Come on. This is not fucking Harry Potter, okay? This is not Harry Potter. Dragons aren't real. Come on. They, they could be. You no. don't know. I know. I know. You know. Fuck yes, I know. Where's it hiding? Where does it nest? In Jersey? 
Because I, I find guess, that hard to I believe. I guess so. I find that hard to believe. I don't know, man. Ugh. Can you imagine? What would you do? What would you do if you came across a dragon? Other than shat yourself, what would you do? Write it. <laughs> I'm going to ride this dragon. <laughs> You're going to need like a few really healthy swigs of some big rip brew. And then get on that son of a bitch. <laughs> I will summon my inner <laughs> Harry Potter. You grab it by its haunches. Yes. And just go. <laughs> you spur it in the neck. <laughs> go, dragon, go! <laughs> I mean, if I saw it flying over, I would probably try to get under something so it didn't see me. But where I could still peek out and watch it. Here's what I'm wondering. You know, like uh, those days where you you wash your car and you get it all nice, pretty, and a bird shits on it. Where? What about the dragon shit? What does dragon shit look like? Um, who knows? Maybe it's like a goose and it only shits what's on the ground. I don't know, man. I don't know. If I was a dragon, I'd be shitting on some stuff. If you can fly around and just poop on things, why wouldn't you? I don't know, man. Uh, maybe you can't. Maybe the mechanics of the inside <laughs> of it don't allow it to do too exotic. Uh, you know, ex- uh, exert two types of things at once. I'm having way too <laughs> fly much fun and now. and poop at the same time. <laughs> Dragon poop. That's what we're gonna call this episode. Dragon poop. All right. I'm. Dead serious. Episode 131, Dragon Poop. I have a feeling that this is not going to be the biggest story of the episode either, though. Oh, hit me, man. Well, no, I'm not. I'm going to save that one for last. All but, right. Um, you want to hear about a reptilian encounter? Oh, my God. Are you serious? This is like a nice reptilian. I, I'm not buying that. <laughs> like the reptilian, like we're talking like an alien yes. race. Full on. Reptilian. reptilian talking in English. <sighs> okay, yeah, hit me. Let's do it. Okay. A few nights ago, I was outside, and this isn't me. I'm reading the story. So right, just right. So people know. A few nights ago, I was outside and walking around my farm where I live alone when I saw a series of lights moving across the sky. At first, I thought nothing of it, but then one of the lights stopped moving and something dropped from it. Like a pod or something. I freaked out and ran to my house and locked the door. Being a woman of only 35 years old, I'm easy to spook. The next morning, I woke up with a figure sitting at the foot of my bed. Come on. The figure was reptilian, like a lizard or something. It spoke English but had a deep hiss in its voice. It told me this. I mean you no harm, warmling. Warmly. I only, yeah, I only seek to explore your world and its life forms. I am only a male scout in which I am looking for samples. <sighs> I've heard, I've heard that warmling before. This isn't the first time I've heard. I've the never reptilian call a human that. I've never heard that word. So she asked, "How are you talking to me? Where did you come from?" His reply. You only hear the tongue you understand, but I cannot say too much. May I take a sample from your hair? My reply, I guess. (laughs) I guess. I guess, but where did you come from and what are you? No. We went over, or he, he went over to me and put his hand on my head. It felt very cold and scaly. Then he plucked a strand of hair from my head and put it in some sort of cylinder. After that, he told me, thank you. My overlord will be pleased. Let me just understand something. Then he just vanished. My skin turned numb where the hand touched me. He and vanished? And I have a cold ever since. Vanished. 
just vanishes. It's like, yeah, it says, I do not know how to feel about this encounter. I did not feel threatened, but rather curious. Ugh. The reptile was lime green, stood maybe six feet tall, and looked muscular. He wore all black from his neck down and had some sort of belt lined with gadgets of sorts. The face had a snout like a normal lizard, and his eyes were large and purple. <laughs> he's got a fucking batarang. That's what he's got. He's got Probably. the Batman's utility belt. That's what he's rocking. Christ. Here's the deal. And I don't give a shit who you are, okay? You could be a reptilian fucking alien. Hell, you could be my grandmother, okay? You're sitting at the end of my bed when I wake up. Somebody's getting fucking kicked, okay? Like, that's fucked up. Come on. I'm not going to kick my grandma, but still, goddamn. Like, <laughs> are you fucking serious? So, no, I mean, you're not going to be honestly, like, who are you? What are like you doing a, here? It sounds like an, an episode not. of a bad sci-fi yeah. 60s film. Fuck yeah. Fear not, or- Warmling. I only want to pluck some of your hair. My overlord will be very pleased. <laughs> okay, you may have a <laughs> When I was reading it, I was God. half expecting to get to the end where they copulate and oh. uh, make a alien hybrid baby. But it didn't happen. That could be a badass story. <laughs> hey, lady, if, if you're listening, write that shit. <laughs> that might be a little more believable. I don't know. Make it vicious. Not nice. I don't buy it. I don't buy the nice. You don't buy the nice? Fuck no, he's breaking and entering. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so when we interview people yeah. that have positive <sighs> alien interactions, are you not going to believe them? Are you going to like yell at them in the face, you fucking liar? I don't think so. You don't think so? No. I don't think I will. And here's why. Like... Ultimately, I have no fucking idea. Right? None of us have any fucking idea. Yeah. Is it far-fetched? Fuck yes. But how many years ago was the world still flat? Right? Honestly, honestly, I just learned this the other day. Uh Uh-huh. Before Christopher Columbus, people didn't think the world was flat. It wasn't until a writing... What? uh, I'll have to look up the details. Okay, let me put it to you this way, then. Up until how long ago were we, as in the planet Earth, the center of the universe? I can't say because now I question everything. (laughs) History is a lie, my friend. It is, man. It's fucked. It's totally fucked. It's all totally spoon-fed bullshit. That's what it is. And I can't, you just can't buy into it anymore. You cannot. Ugh. Fuck. So anyway. Long story short, I am going to most likely not believe anybody that we talk to. Will I call them a liar to their face? Most likely not, unless it's insanely far-fetched. And I'd be like, you're full of shit, and then I will walk out the door. Until it happens to me, how can I say? Okay, well, that's the point of the movie, right? We're going to try to make it happen to you. There it is. Well, you say you don't believe this shit, but you're terrified by it. No, that's not it. I believe in the fact that aliens are out there. But come on. Like a reptilian sitting at the edge of your bed who just seemingly came out of nowhere and then, mind you, vanishes literally in thin air. But there's also, After taking also something a piece to of say your that... They might do shit like that because who's going to believe the person telling the story? Nobody. That's the point. Right. Why do they have to be all secretive if nobody's going to believe the people that they talk to anyways? Well, because then if they were just walking up and down the street, everyone would believe. (laughs) Right? And I mean, in her defense, the reptilian did say, I can't say too much. Right? Yeah, so maybe that he couldn't. He couldn't. T- he couldn't really say why he was there, other than to get a sample or what they were going to do with it, or where he was from. Which I mean, that could either lead, you know, that but, could either be something to make it more solid or something to make it more like. If she were making up the story, why wouldn't she just come up with a weird alien name for where he's from? 
She probably couldn't think of one. I don't know, man. Like every other reptilian type story that I've read or heard about or anything like that, the reptilians are not painted in a very bright light. They're they're very um, sinister. You know, they always have uh, an ulterior motive. Um, things like that. So this that's is the so, first time. This is the first that, time I've ever heard of a positive encounter. You know what I mean? You've been conditioned. To what? The to government does not want us going up and being nice and hugging the alien friends. You th- <laughs> I'm not saying I think anything. I'm just talking and drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're playing devil's advocate. It's pissing me off. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know what I would do. I have no idea what I would do. I, I, I don't know. I've got nothing, man. I've got absolutely nothing. So now, what's the other one? What's the other one? The big one? The big? Story? I'm not. Gonna, I'm not getting to that yet. You're I got gonna... more. I got. Shit. I got like six, five more. Well, good God. Or four more. Okay. So this one takes place. In Missouri, last week on July, or sorry, June twenty third, and this 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 is of this year. Yeah, my son and I visited Silver Dollar City Amusement Park in Branson, Missouri. We were having a great time, despite that I had occasional pain in my upper left arm. Two days before, <laughs> I suffered a fall at work and sustained a deep five-inch laceration. So when I first read it, I thought the same thing that probably ran through your head. This guy's going to have a heart attack. That's exactly what I just thought. I no, was like, he Dude. got cut at work. Okay. <laughs> he said, I suffered a fall at work and sustained a deep five-inch laceration. Which that required sucks. two dozen stitches. Damn. The trip to Branson had been planned, so I decided to keep my promise and went anyways. My son wanted to ride the Wildfire, which is a roller coaster-like contraption where the strap where they strap you in because you're traveling upside down at times during the ride. Yeah. I wasn't too thrilled, but I had to accompany him since he was too young to go by himself, so we were strapped in the seats, and I'll tell you, my arm was aching because of the drop-down shoulder harness. <laughs> so we started off, and I was enduring the ride, but after going into the second loop, I went totally blank. What? I only remember coming out of a corkscrew and leveling out at the end of the ride. I felt okay, but was confused. I thought that I may have fainted, but my son didn't seem to notice anything. We got out of our seats and walked off the ride. As we continued walking towards the next attraction, I noticed that I felt exceptionally well and didn't have any pain in my arm. I reached inside my shirt and touched my upper left arm. There was no bandage. In fact, I didn't feel any stitches or wound. I was so shocked that I almost fell to my knees. We stayed at the park for another half hour, then headed home. After I dropped my son off, I made a beeline home into the bathroom. I looked in the mirror. There were no lacerations, no marks whatsoever. What the hell happened? That's what that I want. following Monday, he went to the doctor and showed him his arm. I had received the stitches in the hospital, but my doctor had the admitting report from the emergency room physician. <laughs> it was right here in black and white. The doctor didn't say much, but I could tell he was wondering what happened. Shit. What could he say? I just shook my head and told him what happened at the park. He still didn't say anything other than that and then say, stay well. Stay well. So he goes on to say that he feels like it may have been like he was pulled out of the ride and abducted by aliens. That's the only thing he could think of. He was yeah. trying to rationalize what might have happened, but the the wound disappeared during this blank time while he was on a ride. But if his body disappeared, his son would have noticed. Because how do you even rationalize that? I, I have no idea. That's damn, man. Damn. I don't even know what to say to that. 
Yeah, I don't I don't know either. That's the first like I'm curious to see if there's other stories of disappearing wounds. Like I've heard stories of people showing up, you know, they have lost time and then they have like a cut on them or they have yeah. something on them, a mark or something like that. I've never but, heard where they they have lost time and they are missing an injury that they had had. Dude, I got nothing. So I don't I don't think David would mind me telling you that yeah. it was just la- not last night, the night before. Um, this is Thursday, so that it was Tuesday night. I was still up at like one thirty in the morning, and I got a text from him on Facebook saying something weird just happened. Oh, shit. And he was sitting on John's porch. He lives right next door, but he was using John's internet. But it was one thirty in the morning, so he was sitting on the porch on his phone on the internet thinking that John was inside and he didn't want to go in to wake him up. Sure. And then John starts driving up the driveway. Oh, what? Um, and he sees the headlights driving up the driveway and John gets out and he's talking to John and everything seems all right at first. Yeah. But then John started talking about how he had got home early and went to bed at like six o'clock. What? And what? woke up at 1030 and felt like he had to drive to Joplin. He didn't know why. What? He just had to drive to Joplin. It was 48 miles away. So he hopped in his truck and he went. I don't get it. He, after 10 miles, he told me the name of the city, but I, fe- I found out that it was 10 miles from where he left the house. He doesn't remember anything between that town and Joplin. So he got he made it 10 miles. Yeah. Next thing he knew, he was in Joplin. Give me a fucking break. And then he just drives back home. Shit. I asked David. He said it's a 40-minute drive highway one way. Yeah. it's He was gone for three hours, and he just drove there and back as far as he knows. He just he has that missing time. And he took a picture of a mark on his neck below his left ear. What? What? I don't know. You'll we'll see him tomorrow. So, oh my god, that's fucking freaky. Yeah, because it's like I, you know, I asked him all the details because I wanted to know if he was losing time. Yeah, yeah. He said it's forty-eight miles. It takes forty minutes on the highway to get there. Sure, but he was gone for three hours, oh and he just god. when he got there, when he. When he came out of wherever the missing time was, yeah, he realized he was in Joplin. He's like, "Well, I don't have any reason to be here," and turned around and came back home. Oh my god! So yeah, I mean, that's freaky. I don't know. No, that's fucking freaky. I don't like it. <laughs> Shit, dude. I don't know what I would do. Like how I would react if something like that were to happen to me. What would you do? I I don't know. I can't. I, can't. I mean, what could you do? Exactly. You go to the doctor. You... No. Are you kidding me? They would think you're a fucking... Ugh. They would think you're like cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I don't know, man. It's weird. All right. Hit me with the other. All right. Black-eyed kids in New York. In New York? Just a second. No, we don't have a second. Sorry. No, uh, my, well, my, no my, my tablet had to reset there. Damn it. Okay, it's back. So, this happened back in February of 2009. Okay. As... And it's kind of worded differently because I don't think he's from this country, but, but uh, bear with him. So, as being a Muslim, I'm not allowed to have a relationship with a girl until I get married. I was super excited that day because my family was going out of state to attend a wedding. My secretly relationed girlfriend was supposed to spend the two days at my house. She lived in Buffalo and was supposed to arrive at my place at 7 p.m. that night. At seven, I called or at seven ten, I called her, and she said she was running late because she got out of class late. She told uh, me thirty more minutes until 
or according to my GPS. At 7.15, I was sitting on the couch watching a movie when suddenly I heard someone heartily knocking or beating the door. Wow. I got up, went to the closet next to the front door, and pulled out a cricket bat. I opened the door and saw three kids standing there. My damn front light wasn't working, but <laughs> I could see the first two kids, not clearly, and the outline shape of the third one standing behind them. They were all looking at me, judging by the outline-shaped heads towards my face, but I couldn't see their faces. One of them told me that they were lost and needed to call their mom. They asked to come in. That was the busy- biggest mistake of my life when I said okay. See. They came in all facing downwards. Oh my I- God, I don't like where this is going. I told them to go sit on the couch. They walked past me in an orderly fashion. I went to get the home phone from the kitchen. I wanted to call the cops first, so I did. But the call didn't go through. I went to the living room, and what I saw amazed me. So let's stop right there. He tried to call the cops, and the phone call didn't go through. Yeah, so the phone obviously was malfunctioning in some way. Couldn't work. Yeah. All... Three of them were sitting quietly face down. I thought they were good-mannered children. I walked over to <laughs> them and obedient. gave them the phone. Well, I mean, he just thought they were shy. I mean, right. they, they do say that a lot of these encounters, the people have a feeling of dread or, or whatnot. Yeah. But, like, my last one actually is in the same vein. But most of the time, these people have never even heard of this thing before. So, I mean, they were trying to be nice, you know? Yeah, I guess. Anyways, I walked over to them and gave them the phone. At that moment, my girlfriend called on my cell, telling me she was five minutes away. Nice. Talking to her, I walked over to the kitchen. I don't know why. I disconnected her and thought maybe I should ask them if they were hungry or wanted a drink. I stood by the living room door, which connects the kitchen, and asked them if they wanted something. At the same time, all three of them looked at me. Those were seriously the most scariest eyes I have ever seen. First, I thought it might be because of the lights, because it was er, dim lit. But staring at them for ten seconds more, and I was screaming like a girl. (laughs) I ran towards the garage door. I felt all three of them running after me because I could hear their feet thumping on the wooden floors. Oh, my God. I can hear it. (laughs) I know. Oh, my God. I ran into the garage, locked the door, pushed the garage door button, and crawled out as soon as the slow moron door opened to my knees. I got up and looked around, confused what to do. I looked back at the house, trying to see if the kids were going to pop up somewhere after me. no kidding. (laughs) I picked up two bricks lying across the pavement, which my mom uses for gardening sometimes. (laughs) I waited for them to come out. I was going to pop their heads open if they came out. I stood there for like two or three minutes. When I saw headlights at the end of the street, I ran towards them. Yeah. I reached the door and saw the driver was my girl. That was the happiest moment of my life with her. Well, I mean, she probably like came up on the scene and was like, "Who am I yeah. dating? Who am I dating really?" And she's like second guessing everything. Uh-huh. He got in the passenger seat and screamed at her to hit the pedal. She's they went like, to the <laughs> drive for the fuck. <laughs> Uh, They went to the police station. I'm paraphrasing this last part because it was spread out over a bunch of stuff. But they went to the police station. (laughs) They made a report. They, um, you know, she saw how frantic he was. So he took, she took him. And um, the police officer came back with them and cleared the house, you know, went through the house and everything. And there was nobody inside. But the back door was open, which he knew it wasn't when he left. And there were footprints, little footprints Uh, from shoes around the house. God. Oh, my God. So I want to know what the actual, like, because that's a documented case then. At that point, you get the police involved. That's documented. He, well, he also said that he, he didn't, after the fact, they 
didn't actually file the police report. They asked him if he wanted to file a full report, and he said no because because his parents were at, it was his parents' house and they were out of town oh, and and he was there trying to get a little something something. Yeah, so he didn't actually have a full report done. <sighs> Poor guy. No police report. Probably no nookie. <laughs> 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 I wonder if she stayed the next night with him. I doubt it. <laughs> she she probably jumped ship right after seeing him running around the neighborhood with bricks. <laughs> well, there was a part that I cut out there Looking that for talked children. about. I thought it was a little ridiculous. Yeah. That when the police officer was inside clearing the house, they both picked up bricks and were waiting for the, oh. the, kid to, or the police officer to come running out with the kids behind him so they could bash their heads in. So she was picking up the bricks, too. Never mind, Jason. She stayed. She (laughs) stayed all is well. (laughs) Yummy. My God. (laughs) Babe, get this brick. You can help me bash these little bastards' heads in. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's a great story. I like that. It's a fun one. What's the next one? I'm liking this. The next one. Okay, well, I'll I'll tell this other one, and then I'll go to the last one. Okay. So this one actually takes place in Kansas. God damn you, man. Why are you pulling all the, like, local things? Come on. Why, why not? I didn't pull them on purpose. It was just what popped up. I didn't search for them actively. Okay. Uh, anyways. One evening in the spring of 1975, my girlfriend and I were driving through the Kansas countryside. After crossing a cement bridge that spanned a river, we pulled into a farmer's access road and parked at the edge of a field alongside a bend in the river with the car pointing east. Not long after we stopped, we noticed a strange light that suddenly approached our location in a quick blur. Suddenly hovering above the trees was a dark object, rectangular in shape, with one red and one green running light positioned together on the lower part of the craft at its center. So at first when I read that, I was like, well, yeah, it's a, it's a plane or a helicopter or right. something. But uh, then I read on. So we stared in amazement and couldn't take our eyes off the object. After five minutes or so, we noticed the craft's position had moved to the right it seemed to move in a very slow motion to the other side of the river. After another five minutes, I decided to drive away from the area. As we turned into the country, onto the country road and subsequently onto the cement bridge, we saw that the craft had returned to its original position above us and slightly back from the bridge. I stopped again and got out to look at the craft. Would you get out to look at the craft? I can confidently say that I would. You would? Absolutely. Even if it's right above you. I would confidently say that, yes, I would. Fair enough. Yeah. It says the object was about 20 to 25 feet wide, and now I noticed a large rectangular glass window, or what appeared to be glass, running across the middle third of its front. Standing inside to the left side, looking down on us, were two beings, which I could see only from the waist up, but could tell that these beings were about four feet tall. So I guess they were just guessing that the other half of them was the same length of what they saw. Sure. With abnormally large heads and large black eyes, the eyes seemed devoid of emotion and their skin was purple white or pure, sorry, pure white. Like the moon. The texture resembling that of an albino salamander. Their eyes ran almost north-south with their heads. The craft hovered silently the whole time. After about a minute of eye contact with the humanoids, I got back into the car and rapidly drove away from the area. We could still see the craft hovering where we had left it. It says, my girlfriend and I eventually married and still lived very near to the location where we witnessed this craft. Sometimes we both get an urge to return to the spot 
to just sit there and talk about our shared experience, kind of hoping the beings would stop by. Right. That's not a terrible encounter. Right? No, that's not. I mean, nothing happened. But, I mean, it, it sounds like he saw some really cool shit, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would say. I mean, that would be fine. I could look at an alien from afar. Well, there wasn't afar. They I could mean, see this thing clearly. Like, that's what I'm saying. see them clearly. But I could do that. But the second they, like, inched towards me or anything like that, I'd probably be like, oh, shit, and, like, take off. You know what I mean? I, I don't think that it's going to be inching towards you if it was trying to get you. It would be over you suddenly and Stop you would be it. caught and it's Stop a tractor beam it. Stop pulling it. you up. <laughs> oh, fuck. I love it. So I do have one more story is and it's a the- bit of a longer story. Okay. And this one is something new. This is a variation of something new. So, I live with my brother and his girlfriend in a fairly small southern town. Our work schedules are at odds with each other, which means that usually one of us is home alone at any given time with little overlap. That suits me as I'm pretty solitary and wired to make my own fun. Despite that, a couple of days ago, which he puts the date of Saturday, June 22nd, I was sitting at home. Both of them were at work, and I found myself bored out of my mind around 3 p.m. After unsuccessfully flipping through TV channels, I decided to hop in my truck and cruise around for a bit. Driving put me at ease. It's usually something that I do late at night. The quiet and lack of activity in the streets. There's something about it that's calming to me, but today I was doing it in the afternoon. I never really have any particular direction on my drawer rides. Though I found myself in the old part of town, I figured that was fortuitous timing since I was down to my last cigarette and there's a tobacco shop around there that carries his brand. Perfect. Or my, my brand. Perfect. Uh, I looked at my watch and saw that it was 4.45 or so. About time to get home and start prepping dinner for my brother and his lady. Enough time to stop for those cigarettes. Once there, I parked the truck around the corner, went in, bought my smokes, and left. I hopped back in the truck, cursing myself for leaving the window up when it was so goddamn hot outside. (laughs) As soon as I was inside, a sudden light tapping on the window startled me. I turned to look out the driver's side window to see a kid, maybe eight or nine years old, standing right about a foot from the door staring at me. Yeah, kid, I asked. He stood motionless and expressionless for a few seconds after I asked the question before saying, Mister, can you roll down your window? My hand started to reach for the crank, but I stopped myself. That pit in my stomach was starting to feel wrong. I shook my head and asked, What do you need, kid? Another few seconds before the kid replied, Mister, I think I'm lost. What? I started to realize that besides the kid's mouth moving, he hadn't budged at all since knocking on my window. No change in facial expression. Nothing. Where are your parents? I realized that my voice was starting to quaver or quiver. What the fuck? I'm a veteran. I'm not easily intimidated. And this is just a child, he said. Yeah. I Or he said, I... Did we lose you? You gotta be fucking kidding me. We lost Jason. He's gone forever. That was fucking weird. Why? Why would we lose him? Jason... Buddy, I'm scared. You left me alone. 
was a dick move, Koopsik. Just hang up on a dude right there. Right at the climax of the story. I'm gonna try this. I'm hanging up on Jason. And now... We're going to call Jason. And see. What? <laughs> what the effing fuck is going what on, What did you man? do? I didn't do a goddamn thing. You, we, we couldn't hear you anymore. What part did I drop off at? Oh, God damn it. I think it was the part... Let's see. He was knocking on the window. He was... Oh, he hadn't budged. The kid hadn't oh, budged. Oh, all the way back there. No, and he said that he was a veteran. He doesn't spook easily. Yeah, all the way back there. Okay, let me go back to it. <laughs> um... You left okay. me. Yeah, it wasn't that far behind. You so, left me. Um, I don't know what happened. You left me. I wasn't moving. I was sitting here staring expressionly or expressionlessly <laughs> at the screen. <laughs> so I said, at this point, God. I feel like something's up. I look away from the kid for the first time to make sure I put my keys in the ignition. I glanced over my right shoulder, wondering if the kid was bait for some kind of robbery. But there weren't even any cars behind me for about a block, let alone people standing nearby. He said, or I said, I'm psyching myself out. The kid needs help, I told myself. So I looked back at the kid and my blood ran cold. Why hadn't I noticed before? The kid has no pupils. Fuck, he doesn't even have irises. It's just white. White? Not like he's blind where the pupils are milky. Just fucking starky white eyes. That's the quote what? from him. So it's like the black eyed kids, but this but kid white. was all white. Wow. Shit, he still hasn't moved a muscle. Then I noticed his skin, pale, almost translucent. I quickly turned the ignition and my stomach dropped like I made a big mistake. As soon as that thing's standing... Or, as soon as that thing standing outside my truck heard the engine fire, he scowled and started knocking on the window. Not the light tapping from before, but hard. Mister, just let me in your truck and take me home. It's okay. Oh I don't know how, God. but I could feel his voice more than hear it. Yeah. Where previously, what, I, what he was saying was hard to make out. I threw my truck into drive and peeled out of there, glancing in the rear view. Only once I cleared a full block, the kid still had barely moved and only turned its head to face me. What the fuck? I kept yelling to myself. <laughs> I couldn't say anything else. I just kept driving at yeah. probably 15 miles per hour over the speed limit. And I'm pretty sure I blew a couple of stop signs. It wasn't until I actually pulled in the driveway that I realized I was even heading towards home. Oh my God. I put the truck in park and took a few breaths to calm myself. After I got my bearings, I looked outside and realized it was dark out. Late twilight, almost night, I looked at my watch, which read 7 o'clock. What? I was no more than five miles away from the tobacco shop, but it took me almost two and a half hours to get home. Oh, my God. When did I lose that time? And what happened? The, the, yeah, who knows? He goes on to say that, you know, he went through the house. He pulled out his gun and went through the house to make sure the kid wasn't there. Fuck yeah. And his brother's stuff came home. And then it was like a week later, he came out and there, there were what looked like greasy kid handprints all over his car oh um, my god but the rain washed it off oh the, the day oh my god dude yeah, so white eyed kids yeah they're evolving I keep looking over my shoulder because of you what they're the trying fuck, to get man? regular wow looking eyes so they're morphing yeah this is not cool that shit's terrifying. Yikes, dude. Just yikes. Ugh. That's not good stuff, buddy. The yeah, fucking, so. It's the fucking handprints now that got me, too. Yikes. Yeah, he said for some reason they look like a weird, greasy handprint. Yeah. Ugh. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Tell you what I do like. 
What's that? The fact that in less than 24 hours, I will be seeing you. Yeah. yeah that's right. Again, we're, I'm going to... I'm extending the invitation. Anybody out there that's going to be North KC tomorrow night, tonight, actually, really. tonight, as you listen to this, tonight, come on out to Big Rip. Hang out with us. Come say hello. It's going to be fun, man. I'm just excited to be part of the VIP party. <laughs> <laughs> yup. I'm excited. Should be a good time. So, hell yeah, dude. You got anything else? If anybody out there can get a black, all black contact into their kids' eyes and send them to the conference, that would be awesome. That would be really cool. We would have so much fun. Just stand the kid right at the door and just be like... (laughs) I need to use. I need to use your phone. <laughs> I need to use your phone. I'm lost. I don't know what's going on. My parents will be here any minute. <laughs> dad and dad. Yeah, that's right. Oh, hiya, Bob. Bob. <laughs> oh gosh, that's awesome. So hell yeah, for those of you attending the conference, we will see you. If not tonight, we will see you tomorrow and the next day. Um, Yeah. Rate and review us on iTunes. That's right. That's right. You know, honestly, I saw that we have some more reviews on there, but I don't know how to get to them. Yeah, I need to pull. I need to. I actually might be able to pull them up right now. You pull it. Let's see. Can Hopefully you pull that up? Us I, I'm trying. It, it takes a minute. iTunes you know, takes a while to open sometimes. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, it does. I'm going to see here, too. I'm going to see if I can do this. I don't know. I'm going to give it a shot. That's why they say him in a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, Look at the fuel there. Show. Ectoplasm show. I still yeah. has GHTR on there. Yeah, are we still on that network? I have no idea. I don't either. Ratings uh, and reviews we, by Gum. Most recent. Yeah, I want to see that. Where's the most Pit, recent? Pitman1382. This is a great show with a lot of potential. Each week they get better and better. The two hosts are very entertaining while also being informative. Anyone interested in the paranormal should check this out. And that was in July. Aw. Thank you very much. Thank you, Pittman. Thank you very much. We know who that is. We do? Yeah. I know somebody named Shane Pittman. Do you now? Well, I'm friends with him online. With a Shane Pittman? Yeah, he lives in Georgia. Oh, really? They actually live really close. Him and his wife live really close where they're um, filming The Walking Dead. And every now and then... Oh, cool. Uh, probably, I don't think that she's done it for a while, but she used to drive by through the different little towns and stuff that they used to film in and do Periscope. That'd be fun. Now, I think this is our, uh, our pal Felicia Pittman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, so... I don't know. Could be wrong. Oh, did you see? I saw Shaggy's on here. That's from March. But did you see what I posted online yesterday? Um, the uh, the music video. Yes. Yes, I did. did you check that out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, his friend John. <laughs> he almost lost the his show. Job. <laughs> his his friend John texted the sh- started yeah. texting me last night and told me about it. It, he, it was the first text. He's like, "Have you ever seen Shaggy's music video before?" It's like, what? And Shaggy used to, uh, or John used to work with him there. Right, and, right. And said that he he was so close to getting fired for making that video That's while so he funny. was there. That's so funny. <laughs> I love it. So I, sh- I decided the world should see it. It's funny. I'm glad you posted that shit. All right. Well, let's get the fuck off of here and let's get ready for the conference. What do you say? 
What do you I say? I pretty much am ready. Yeah, let's do this. I don't, I don't think there's anything else I have to do. Other than rock this fucking conference. Yeah. Sit back, enjoy yourself with some big rip. That's what I'm going to do all weekend long. <laughs> <laughs> it is going to be fun. All right, so you guys have a great weekend. We will probably be seeing a lot of you over this weekend. Um, we hope to see a lot of you. And we will talk to you very, very soon. Peace out.